This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We will talk with Mickey Spagnola in just a minute. But before that, unfortunately... We have to discuss the debacle that was the Mavericks-Rockets game last night where... Oh, well. There were so many problems. Did you say, oh, well? Not the least of which was this, is you got out-rebounded by 18, but also the Mavericks (laughs) managed to have the lowest three-point shooting percentage in the history of the NBA for a team that attempted 50 three-pointers or more, which is, you know, obviously we've seen an uptick in that the last several years. And Jason Kidd said, we just didn't shoot straight. So we'll get back into that in just a little bit. But there's some of the problem. Yeah, (laughs) there are some of the low lights from the day that was for the Mavericks. Now we turn our attention brought to you by Ford built for Texas built for you to Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. You think if you took 55 threes, you could hit maybe 10? Yes. In an NBA game or just oh, by no, myself? Just by yourself. Oh, yes. Against air. I've yes, I do. I've done them before, so I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. All right. And you're underselling them. They made 12. 12. I was just going <laughs> to give 55. you the benefit of 10, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I shot I shot 100 once because I saw Peja. I think he he hit 97 out of 100 once in practice. And oh while I was there, goodness. he was and Dirk walked by and he was like, that's just amazing. And he, I think Dirk hit like 92. But he's like, Paige is just it's insane. And so I was like, I'm going to try this. I think I hit like 20. And I was like, I'm pretty impressed with that. I was I mean, pretty okay. Think about it. When Normally when you're taking three, you're, you're not heavily guarded, right? Right. Especially with Luca on the court. But Well, I mean, I don't it. care who's on the court. My God. They're it was, pros. It was so bad. Do I need to be more concerned, Mickey, about the Mavs three-point shooting last night or Demarcus Lawrence's foot? I would think they're three-point shooting. Okay, uh, I think Mike answered that, and he said normally on Wednesday we try to take care of uh, DeMarcus. So, uh, you know, he probably had a little something. I saw him walking around. He didn't seem bad. So uh, I think it was more of a veteran day than anything else. Plus, it was only a walkthrough practice yesterday. He was trying to get them off their feet with Thanksgiving coming up. So he lightened up on uh, Wednesday, but they will be in pads today. The – Anthony Brown and Barr, is that – I'm feeling like they're probably not playing. Well, we'll we'll know a little bit more today. Okay. I mean, limited in a walkthrough, you know, okay, fine. Uh, but we'll we'll see where they're at today. Um, Anthony uh, uh, Brown said that, yeah, he was still in the concussion protocol and probably the soonest he could clear would be Friday if everything goes well. And then again with Barr, yeah, he didn't do anything last week, and they're supposed both of them are supposed to start off with uh, Britt Brown today, 
on the resistance cords and just see how their rehab is coming. With with Brown, uh, you got to show uh, that you can do strenuous uh, physical activity uh, two days in a row after a concussion and then come back the third day without any uh, any symptoms or, you know, residual effect of the workout. So uh, we'll see where he's at. To me, that one's significant, uh, just the fact that they're already, you know, using a rookie in the slot uh, f- uh, for Jordan Lewis. And now if you don't have him, that means Kelvin Joseph, who I went back and looked, he's only had 55 defensive snaps this year. What are we in, nine games into the season? Yeah. That's not a lot. Uh, and he didn't have a lot last year, so you hate to see him out there. Uh, and if you know if he is and Deron Bland's out there, you're going to see, uh, as the Packers started doing, a lot of, more of those three-bunch uh, formations to try to confuse those young guys and who to take who. Uh, when they all kind of split out and go their different ways. And, well, you know, and that's how uh, they scored the one touchdown uh, with uh, Christian Watson when he beat uh, Bland. You know, he he's in the middle of, th- of the two other guys. One guy goes one way, one guy goes up the field, he cuts underneath, and Bland's five yards off the line of scrimmage, and he can't get his hands on the guy with a head start like that. Well, it sounds like you just answered my question, and I was going to say, if Mickey's magical medical wand could fix things, would you pick for Barr or Brown to be out there? I would pick for Brown uh, because, you know, they have some guy named Justin Jefferson, and while you probably want Diggs following him, they, you know, they can do things to kind of confuse the situation, uh, just like the Packers did, by the way. Uh, on the on the you know the the big play to Lazard because uh, Diggs had been following him you know after Brown went out Diggs was following Lazard they felt like he was the guy that would threaten them the most and then just in the key uh, situation there in overtime they did one of the bunches and somehow Bland uh, ended up on uh, Lazard and that didn't turn out so well so. Uh, yeah, teams can kind of, you know, mess with it and make sure that if the guy's following them, they make it a lot more difficult to follow the guy when you have a bunch situation. Not that I would want him to be hurt, but can I look at the Minnesota injury report where Justin Jefferson had a toe? Yes, he had a toe. And hope for the best? Well, maybe that's how you cover him, step on it. Oh, that just happened like to it. LaMelo Ball. He got re-hurt because right. he stepped on somebody's foot. That's how my dad won a, a Golden Gloves match once. He stepped looked, on the guy's yeah, toe? he looked down and he stepped on the guy's foot. The guy looked down, he looked. they both looked up at each other, and then he punched him because he was surprised that he was stepping on his foot. Well, shame on him. And then he falls down. Well, don't. And he was just limited, though. So, <laughs> actually, they, they do have, uh, you know, three... Actually, that uh, Zadarius Smith with a knee was limited, and then they have three other starters that did not practice uh, yesterday. Uh, Christian Darasaw, their tackle with a concussion, uh, a Caleb Evans cornerback with a concussion, and Delvin Tomlinson, defensive lineman with a calf. So those three guys did not practice yesterday. But so, definitely don't punch any of them. 
Don't punch him. Yeah. I, I don't want to take too much from Corey's story. Oh, I got gotcha. the, the next step Go ahead and step them. on it, but don't yeah. punch him. Yeah. 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 Don't punch. Yeah. Yeah, we did learn something. Well, that might be one way to cover the guy because he's obviously <laughs> no one's covering him very much. We at just all. said we're gonna not do that. I don't know. Mickey seems like he's okay with it if it, if you can stop him, you know. So yeah, Chicago unfortunately, right yeah, there. right, exactly. <laughs> Except when you punch him, then it's fifteen yards, right? Yeah, yeah, we don't want to. We got to get away a with possible it. ejection and yeah. all that stuff. We're not boxing here, Corey. Speaking of speaking of the punch, though, yes. Zeke, how are we? Are we like? What do we think? I, you know what? Uh, when Mike talked about it today, uh, McCarthy said that, uh, you know, he was well. They listed him. What did they listen? Limited yesterday, but gosh, everybody could have been listed as limited because they didn't. They limited practice right Mm -hmm. uh he thought he had practiced well last week and then it was okay how do you feel the next day and so that's kind of what kept him out so i think he was hopeful uh that he'll be able to do more today and recover just fine and i think he felt like pretty good that zeke would be ready to go and i i just think you know the one two punch there uh is obviously uh you know, better than just Pollard out there. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it, but at one point in, I, I think it was the fourth quarter, I don't think it was overtime, you know, Pollard tapped out. It was like, okay, I need to be replaced. And fortunately for the Cowboys, Malik Davis did a heck of a job. He did. Right? And maybe he needs some. Maybe they need three guys to get some, some snaps. But I thought uh, when things got uh, tough in the fourth quarter, they needed Zeke to pound the ball up the middle and even though, you know, it's a one- or two-yard gain, he somehow figures out how to get four. Uh, and I think they needed that strength in that game against the Packers towards the end. How much do you like the sentiment? It, it kind of agitated me, and I feel like several of us, and immediately in the aftermath when there was all this talk of penalties and this and that. And now in the last couple of days, you've seen Micah say that the performance was disgusting, J. Ron Curse saying you should be angry, you should be frustrated. If you're not, we got the wrong guys on this defense. How how much do you like them kind of going, ironically enough, on the offensive for these defensive guys talking about how they need to fix stuff up? Yeah, I, I think that that's a good thing. I mean, no one should be happy after that game, right? I mean, Micah just didn't come up with disgusting. He said it, you know, 15 minutes after the game. Uh, yeah. That th- this was disgusting how we played. Uh, and I think J. Ron Curse was being very honest yesterday that, you know, everybody's got to do their job. Uh, you got, you know, one responsibility every play and do it. Don't be trying to do somebody else's job. And his point was if, if you're supposed to be in, in the, say, it, the B gap and somebody else jumps in there with you, then the C gap's open. Uh, and, and then they got a guy that's going to go get a linebacker. And that's what was happening. Um, you know, it's one thing uh, to get beat up front, but it's another thing to let guys off the line of scrimmage, meaning offensive linemen, and they're able to pick off your linebacker. Uh, you know, it's 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 a mismatch uh, when you get 320 pounds against 250, um, and they got a running start, and you're standing there, you know, absorbing, uh, and that happened far too many times in in, in that run game. So yeah. I want them to be mad. They sh- they should be mad um, because that was, you know, unacceptable uh, how they played. Now, 
a little of that has to go to the Packers. You know, maybe it was a bad mismatch. But then he can say, well, was it a bad mismatch against the Bears when they ran for 240? That's 447 yards rushing in two games. Yeah. And if you look at the three um, the three games they've lost, the the opponents have I figured it out. It, it was 490. So say 500 yards in Yikes. three games they gave up. In the three games they lost. So Yikes. see any consistency there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I still think that's got to be fixed. Um, you know, what was it, three, four weeks ago, everybody was trying to come up with a nickname for the defense. Well, that's not happening anymore, right? All of a sudden, <laughs> well, no, I don't know. What will we call this defense, right? Ground and pounded. Right. Oh, dude. Oh. Jeez, Kevin. Like, like what you use for hamburger yeah i mean uh, among other things absolutely so we need to fix it so that's got to be fixed and and you know and 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 i think there there was way too much uh attention afterwards paid to the offense they scored 28 points they had they they had their most rushing yards in the i mean uh total yards in the season i'm i'm totally with you there i know some people will bring up like Another score in the fourth they felt like could have salted it so away. So you got to have 35 to win every no, week? Well, you needed 29. No, yeah. no. Definitely, yeah. I, I'm definitely not saying that if we don't score 35 points, we're going to lose because that is not a recipe for success as we've seen in the past. I just, the devil's advocate, I know some people were like, if we could bring some more in the fourth quarter, maybe that also could have won the game. So maybe you just score 14 and in the fourth quarter you get 14 more to get to 28. Deal. They would have felt better. I, I mean, think, 28 points is I 28 think points, that. you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree. And, you know, and I understand you wanted more in the fourth quarter uh, after the Packers, you know, made their comeback. But you still got to stop them. But I agree. you got to stop yeah. them. No, I'm know? with you on that. I mean, if if, if I told you they're going to score 28 points every game, you'd take it right now. For sure. Right? Yes. But you can't take giving up 31 or, or you know, even to the Bears, 29. Yeah. I mean, that kind of – because you scored 49, that kind of masked the problem there against a team that's not very good. And now tonight we'll find out what the Packers are, right? Did you know, here's my Packers factoid for you of the day. If the Packers win tonight, this will be the first time since 1921 that the Bears haven't at least held a lead of most all-time NFL wins. Oh, really? That's right. They're tied right now, and the Bears have had at least a share of that since the since 1921. And they've both been playing the same length of time? Uh, I would have to go back. And I think the Packers do go back that far. Yeah. Because I think that's when Curly Lambos first uh, became the head coach. So I don't know if the Packers view that as like something Yeah, oh boy, we got to hold the yeah. line here. Yeah, we're going to get them. But a cool factoid nonetheless. So <laughs> the guys that are playing, I bet they have no clue about that. That seems like a fair assumption, <laughs> right? I, I Here's feel, my motivation. Yeah. we got to have the most in the NFL history, f- most wins. I feel like they're going to be like, hey, we need to win again if we have any shot at making yeah, the Yeah, I'm going to try real hard. Now. I'm going to go sack the quarterback to save the day, right? Yeah, well, here's the funny thing. Uh, I saw. I was just going by, and the, you know, we got the TVs on here, no sound, but there was a, uh, a little headline up there. Will the – how will the Packers make the playoffs? And I'm just like, okay, they're four and six, and now we got them making the playoffs. So here's the deal in the NFL: 
when you when you win one, you're never going to lose another oh, yeah. game. And when you lose one, you're never going to win another game. That's just kind of the way it happens. So basically what I heard Mickey say was we'll beat the Vikings and you're going undefeated. Oh, okay. Yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah, and everything will be fine, right? And if the Vikings Let's lose, it's like, oh, no, what, what are we going to do now, you know? I'm not going to concern myself with any sort yeah, of the defeat Eagles just right lost. And That's listen true. To, listen, they're uh, the Eagles are there. cooked. Like, we're done, baby. We're done. <laughs> we but, didn't win them all. Yeah, we're done. Thank you very much, Mickey. Appreciate it. All right, see you guys. There you go, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for my buddy's an idiot. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Or does he think that the earth has more than one moon? Oh we'll talk gosh. about it all next right here on The Fan. Maybe your buddy doesn't have any testosterone or very little testosterone. Men's Tea Clinic can help you tackle the symptoms and underlying causes of low T and more, elevating your drive, energy, muscle mass, mental clarity. Just a few of the ways Men's Tea Clinic will get you back to being you. If you've been putting off addressing these symptoms, what are you waiting for? Let's go to Men's Tea Clinic. And when you're there, uh, we'll go to their website, mensteaclinic.com. And when you're there, you can see which one of the DFW locations is closest to you. They have five. If you're listening in the Houston area, they have five locations in the Houston area. Emmanuel's my guy at Men's Tea Clinic in Addison. Uh, he helps me uh, get the most out of what I need. You get a free in-body composition analysis when you mention my name, when you say, hey, Mike Basick from 105.3 The Fan sent me. You get the in-body composition analysis for free. It helps you learn specific targets for weight loss, improving muscle mass, a whole bunch more. It's a great baseline read and value for just mentioning my name. It's time to edge up Get into a men's tea clinic today. Cash and insurance options. Flexible clinic times, including early mornings and weekends at select locations. Make it easy to get in, get out, and get back to being you. Mensteaclinic.com or 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Don't forget today, if you want to go see... The G-Bag Nation. They will be at the Mexican Bar Company at the shops at Willow Bend doing their show from 2 to 7. Corey, I know you love, love it there. Mexican Bar Company. And not only can you get an amazing dining experience, you can see the G-Bag Nation. Got a strong suggestion here, all right? Don't fill up on the uh, on the queso and um, uh, pork rinds because they do that as an option for the okay. keto side of things. Uh, don't fill up on that, but... <laughs> Definitely get the lobster tostadas. You're, trust me on that. You're going to say thank you. Okay. Great advice right there from Mr. Corey Majors. Now, 
It's time for my buddies an idiot. 877-881-1053. Does your friend have a terrible sports or pop culture opinion? Let us know as part of my buddies an idiot. And I think it's inevitable. And I know we're going to have lots of things to discuss, but I think we need to start with cut number one. This is Shaquille O'Neal. I hope doing a bit, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I have a new theory. I have a new theory. There's more than one moon. Oh, no. Let me tell you my theory. The other day I was riding past Auburn, as a matter of fact, and the moon was on the left. And I'm keep right. going straight, didn't make any returns, and about 20 minutes later, the moon was behind me. That's because it was moving, fool. Stop. There's more than one moon. <laughs> And then another Check, 45 please. seconds, the moon was on my right. It's more than one moon. This Wouldn't you see both of them at the same time? That <laughs> is an excellent counterpoint, Mike. Mike. Do you remember when Dawson was talking about floating planes? Yes. Or planes that were just staying in the air 100%. and not moving? And you're like, that. no, you're just moving with the vehicle. And then all of a sudden, people are texting and they're like, I saw it too. And I was like, no, this is the same thing, right? It's like your diagonal cut sandwich. Well, that's a, that's a fact. I mean, the no. diagonal cut burger is the only, is the best burger. It make, gives you more burger. And it tastes oh, it better. doesn't. It's a circle. You can cut it wherever you want and make it look diagonal. Mm-hmm. So it's diagonally cut. Valid. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, my God. For validating my history of I the diagonal I didn't hear Shaq burger. say that live, but I did hear him say live, <laughs> It was at halftime of the Memphis Grizzlies game, not last night, but the night before. And he goes, three years from now, John Morant's going to be the best player in the NBA, and it won't like be close. And Barkley goes, what happened to Giannis and Luka three years from now? <laughs> and Shaq was like, no, it's not even going to be close. And, Did you see the and, follow-up to that? Uh-uh. Well, Barkley said, John Morant has to make his teammates better. And John Morant politely quote-tweeted that and said, knee pads. And what does that mean? That basically is he's telling Charles like when you Barkley play that he can go ahead and oh, dude, spin him what right round. What right are you round. doing right now, Kevin? Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Jeez. By the way, I think Jaw's great, but I do think he'll be in the conversation. He's not going to be Jordan. Yeah, I think that is fair. From the four six nine, listening to this, my show. buddy, you should be in school. Is they have the flu. Okay, that is fair. Man, we got the flu at our house. <laughs> from the <laughs> wife tested positive today. Oh no! From the four six nine. That's not funny. Uh, my buddy is an idiot. He changed his two hundred and fifty dollar bet from the Packers winning on the money line to the Cowboys covering. That is a dramatic turn of events. Is you're like the Packers are going to win. Nope, the Cowboys will win by at least five points. That mm. feels like a very dramatic turn of events. It is a dramatic turn of events. From the 972, the Mavs front officer idiots, they surrounded a generational talent with a bottom five roster with no real way to fix it for two years. I am optimistic that after this year, there is an opportunity to fix it. I just don't know if we'll make the right moves. Yeah, I mean, you're keeping Luca around then, you know, for the long haul. If you're trying to, yes. you got to do it by next yes. year. So, like, that's the key. You can go all out with a draft pick trade blitz after this year i just don't know if it'll work but there's a chance otherwise that, luca hits the transfer portal no god no but that is a valid point is the mavericks have done a terrible job constructing this team that's what We've, i'm gonna start calling the free transfer agency. portal free agency is now it's the same thing i like think that is it's valid pretty much the same thing at this point now 
I don't know. Joey went out of his way to find this audio. So this is, you referenced this earlier. This is Russell Wilson. Is this him calling the actual audibles from the different team? Or is this somebody talking about him calling the other? No, this is somebody from the radio station, uh, 92.5 uh, Altitude. And he, I guess he, he got the story from a couple sources and then he finally aired it. All right. In case you missed it, here's the breakdown of maybe the key to what's happening in Denver. Probably over the last two, three weeks, you've had Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett have their first real marital problems, uh, disagreements on on the philosophy of the offense. Uh, and there's so, there's been some behind-the-scenes conversations about those disagreements, about how they should be calling plays. More concerning to me, though, and I haven't told this on air yet, uh, because I've been, I've, been, I've been trying to get a couple people to tell me it just to make sure I felt good about it. And I've had a couple people tell me it now, and I feel good about it. I don't feel good about it, but I feel confident <laughs> in it. Russell is losing his mind out there. He's losing his mind. He, he's at the line of scrimmage using audibles from, from the Seahawks. The guys don't oh. know what the audibles are. I, I mean, he, he's using code words. The, the guys don't know what the code words from are. The last offense. And, and they're coming back to the huddle, and they're like, dude, what are, you, what are you saying up there? We don't know what the play – we don't know what that is. He, he, he's, he's, he's losing his mind right now. Super code wow. words. Nobody knows. <laughs> That's a good point. Nobody can steal your sign because they're like – I don't know what. <laughs> no. Until he is plays that, the Seahawks, then he's in trouble. Is that offensive lineman tipping the play? And you're like, I don't. He's uh, like, maybe. Pey- Peyton Manning got famous for Omaha. I'll show him. Yeah. Do you think like no. the wide receivers are calling up Lockett and and uh, Metcalf, Metcalf? And they're like, hey, guys, he's saying this at the line of scrimmage, and he refuses to tell us. Do you guys know what it means when he says this? Like, oh, yeah, that's what we used last year. And then they're like, okay, good. Can we just sit down with you guys? We're not like... We're not truly competing against each other. You're in the AFC, or we're in the AFC, you're yeah. in the NFC. Can you help us out with what Russell was, Wilson's trying to uh, get through to us? And they're like, actually, I like it even more if, the, if they call him up and they're like, no, we have no clue what you're talking about. We didn't know whenever he was is, calling out the plays. We just chance, ran down the field and caught the ball. Kevin, is there a chance at some point this year or next year that the Denver Broncos treat him just like Willie Beeman? in any given Sunday, and they refuse to block for him and just have him get and destroyed. I he keeps the ladies screaming is, I don't think so. This is great news. Oh, This is kind of breaking news. Oh, or, I mean, I didn't know anything about this until two minutes ago. The Rangers have just posted on Twitter that they will host 2024 MLB All-Star Game. Whoa. Oh, that's awesome. My buddies aren't idiots. They built the stadium, and now they get to host the All-Star game. Ooh, that is very, very cool. At the the smoker. Is that what we call it in the Globe now? I thought you called it the Gilf. The grill. is, And I know the, the hope Gilf was grill. there because they built the new stadium, yep. and we already knew that 2026 was allotted to Philadelphia because of America. Mm-hmm. And so, all right. That's so cool, the man. Texas Rangers will host... The 2024 All-Star Game. Are you going to go? I've been to a home run derby before, but I've never been to did an All-Star Did you go to the home game. run derby here where it was? Yes, I did. We had, to buy, did. we had to buy water. We were in the sun. We had to buy cold water to pour on our seats so our skin wouldn't um, burn. I don't remember going through that, okay. but I do remember going, and it was awesome because, like, Griffey was there. Frank and it was Thomas. daytime. It wasn't yeah. even nighttime. Yes. I, I did see recently, Kevin, I know we're in My Buddy's an Idiot, but I did recently see an email from the Rangers about $10 tickets on Black Friday. Uh, so that thing's rolling. So I don't know if this would count in that. But should no. we do it as a show thing? Should we... 
Should we? Uh, should we, yeah. we are auctioning off a suite for the Rangers That's next true. year. I know for for Peaceathon. Should we do it as a show thing where we get the where we go out there and just kind of hang out, be there for the week, dude? We should be there for the week, live from from uh, the Gilf all week long for all the stuff that's going on for the Midsummer Classic, the Fan Fest stuff that goes around it for the whole week, and you can go to the the uh, Futures game now, which obviously wasn't here in 1994. I mean that wasn't even a thing. So you get you get that where all the top prospects play each other. Obviously, you do have the home run derby. So and then the the fan fest. I just remember that being really cool as a kid going to that. Yes, I mean I think we should really talk to the bosses about making sure we can go do some stuff. You might not be able to call it the gilf if we're gonna do that. I don't know if it's well, Rob letters. Manford will probably be fine it with it. He's like letters. anything I can do to bury this garbage sport <laughs> is fine with me, and so. He probably he probably does support that. That is excellent breaking news. And no, from the six eight two, don't fall for it. They don't have a game on Black Friday. Oh. It's not. That's the tickets are on sale then. So not, it was a fishing scam. It's not for a game oh, on no. Black Friday. Kevin, I clicked on that email from the work email too. And if it's a phishing scam, Rick Man, would be so mad I at me. I swear to God, if I have to go through another HR meeting because of you, like at the newspaper, <laughs> I'm going to be so angry well, about Corey that. Corey clicked on this link from the Rangers. So we do need to throw this out there real quick because, Joey, I believe we have the, the apology, right? Is do you let Tim Hardaway Sr off the hook for he was calling during a basketball game and he said see y'all thought that was great d i thought that was just raping him i think we should have called the police on that that's an actual thing that he actually said on the broadcast well it didn't take very long for people to be like here's the thing about that you probably shouldn't say that especially When you say in the aftermath they should have called the police on that, that's mm-hmm. probably not what you're looking for. So, here's the apology. You tell me if he's an idiot or is we just need to move on. All right. Hey, hey, everybody. I, uh, I used a poor choice of words earlier in the broadcast. I want to apologize for that. And, um, you know, let's get back to the game and let's finish this game off with a 30-point win and, and, and go home happy. Now, as you can see, it did happen in the midst of the same broadcast that he did make the apology. Yeah. Like, it wasn't workshopped and everything overnight and all of that. So, I appreciate the fact that he apologized in the same game. I do wonder often some often when, you know, Mike, I'm sure in dugouts there are things said that never get picked up that are terms or whatever they use, uh, you know, that nobody ever hears. I and they still this. use it, like when Parcells said the the, the play, the, Jap, the the Japanese play, and he used yeah. that term, and people lost their minds about it. And he was like, "I've been using that for years." Or the Oklahoma City guy, yeah, who got canned. I know Kobe got in trouble for using the gay slur with yep. the f word, right? Yep. And that word, you would probably hear that word. Now I played from '96 to 2008, so just to give you an idea of when I played, that word was said at least five times a day. Yeah, like. And yelled at at the other team so, a lot, and not now. I bet like that word isn't really yelled at because they established a good decade ago that that word can't be used anymore. Yeah, and I'm sure that like some players in their minds, they're like, I'm just using terms that we use in the locker room, in the club, or whatever, in the in the clubhouse or whatever. It doesn't register that same way. But yeah, I'm glad that he apologized. I appreciate that. All right, and. 
I was going to ask. Somebody if, said my buddy's an idiot. Ba- they thought Baker, he thought Baker Mayfield was a better quarterback than Kyler Murray. And at this point, are we undecided or are we decided on that? I mean, I'm still going to go Kyler Murray okay, on right. that. And then also, this happened a couple days ago. Yasiel Puig is going to go Oof. to jail for lying to the feds during an illegal gambling probe. They said he could face up to five years. I don't know if that's how it will actually play out, but yeah. Probably uh, probably shouldn't do that. He but, didn't bet on baseball, though, right? I and don't what believe, I saw, I don't believe that is the case. Yes. A lot of times, but, but never not bet on baseball. baseball. So he's going to jail for just lying? Be, yeah, and that's the thing because... Didn't like Chris Webber lie his butt off about taking money from Michigan at the time and he didn't have to go to jail for anything? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just a little bit confused on why Puig has to go to jail. I think because the gambling businesses that were being run were illegal and then he was also paying them off and involved in that in addition okay. to the lying. The way I understand it, yeah, he had almost $300,000 in gambling losses, which I guess to him is yeah. maybe not as much. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, dark horse teams that could make a Super Bowl run. Do you believe? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 of the fan. Some baseball music right there in case you missed the news. The Texas Rangers will host the 2024 All-Star Game. So big news right there. Right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. Just like when they made the World Series in 2020 and hosted it. They, the World Series was there. We, I hate to tell you, Mike, we were not a participant. We didn't make it. I went. But not to see the Rangers. Now, the, both teams were wearing blue. I, we thought about putting this in My Buddy's an Idiot, but Corey, I know this is a story you care quite a bit about. Is this the Russell Wilson thing? No, the Raiders <laughs> thing. Oh, is yeah. The report coming out. The, the Raiders won't fire Josh McDaniels because they don't have money to fire him. This is insane. And the team is cash poor. And Bill Plaschke said he'll be the coach this year and next year because they couldn't afford to pay him and fire him and then pay a new coach and hire him. You own an NFL team. How in the world is this possible? I understand because the two thousand dollars in the petty cash safe uh, isn't there. Is that are they yeah. still running around like it's nineteen eighty five? They're just like we don't have any cash. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Did they invest everything in uh, FTX? Is that what's going oh, on? Oh man! Oh, like Topical. Bitcoin and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lots of athletes getting sued right now. Yeah, um, Tom Brady and Giselle get to reunite like, hey, for a lawsuit. Oh, this is they just were, a big Ponzi scheme. Doesn't Dak promote one of those? Don't worry about that. He does promote a cryptocurrency. I don't think it, I hope it's not FTX because they definitely can't afford those commercials I think they're anymore. blockchain. Um, okay. Blockchain.com or something like that. Um, yeah, man, I don't understand how you're cash poor for one. But now it's because you are cash poor. As an NFL team, you have to keep keep a bumbling idiot as your head coach. Like that's that's the situation you're stuck in. And somehow you hired this guy in the first place. The other day, Kevin, when he was like, Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, we gotta let Josh McDaniels continue to drive this ship. Why? 
Well, because, yeah, I, well, we don't have any money. Uh, the, we have no other options at this point. We spent $10 million on our coach a, a year, and he is no longer with us, but we still have to pay that guy his money. So it's, this is a wild this is a wild place. It really is. And another sad indictment as the Raiders and Commanders continue to jockey for a position in the most useless and sad franchise in the NFL. And if I have you guys right, on Tuesday, you're saying they will not change quarterbacks. As in next year, Derek Carr is still their quarterback. I think he is still going to be their quarterback. Okay. I don't believe that's the right move. It's interesting. Derek Carr even came out and said he was really happy that they supported McDaniels. And I was like, did you guys make some sort of pact that you're going to go yeah. down with the ship together? The You know, Mike, we started talking about this a little yesterday. I could totally see a scenario where McDaniels, to keep his job, says we'll move on from Carr, trade him for a pick. And we're going to try and get a young quarterback that I can connect with and all these things. Because that's what guys, that's what coaches do. They they attach themselves to young quarterbacks. In fact, you connect both teams. Like, you get Washington's second round pick for Derek Carr. I know you just mentioned. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, and you're like, hey, with our the second or third pick, we take a quarterback. Uh, we got two second round picks that are high. We'll We'll use those picks to help out the team in general. And... Rebuild from there, and Washington this year looks like they could be close to 500, and they go, we're doing this with Heineke and Wentz. What if we had Derek Carr, who's considered an average quarterback? I think maybe a tad above average, but maybe not. I don't think he's the problem with Oakland. In his entire career, I think it's always been or Vegas. I think it's always been the franchise. Now, yesterday, did you see that Deshaun Watson bounce back to Brown's practice and he will obviously be eligible to play again coming up in just a few weeks. Do you think once he starts playing, I know it's been a minute since we talked about this since he's been out. Do you think once he starts playing, he'll just be allowed to play or do you think for better or worse, depending on how they do, people are going to come back after him again? I mean, people will definitely come back after him, but he's going to be allowed to play. Does that, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, no, I mean allowed to play like in terms of just play. I know he can play, but people will be like, yeah, look at this There guy. will be protesters for sure. Uh, there will definitely be, and there should be. I mean, the, like they, they're they not happy about what this guy, right. his, his pursuits. Right. Kevin, you, you did watch Yellowstone before though, right? I did. Not necessarily this season yet, but you I have seen I did watch it. the new oh, season. I'm not going to watch it until it's all done. I want to binge it. Like, Probably remember there were protesters outside and you did just take care of it, right? Like, that's what the NFL will probably figure out some way to take care of those protesters. Interesting. It's the story of Crash Davis after he left minor league baseball. Yes, he bought a, he bought a ranch. He ran for governor. There's a whole lot of stuff happening there. Did he stay with the same girl? Uh, she, I believe she passed away. Yeah, she died. Because his daughter. So then he hooked up with one of the protesters. Or something. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, daughter. That's the reason that she died. Well, there is no character currently on TV that I'm rooting for the death of more than Beth. Wouldn't it be cool if Nuclear came back? It's not her fault. It's her dad's fault for making her the way she is. She is the worst. She's wild. Is all right. You mentioned Taylor Heineke a few minutes ago. Is did you see? That he bought Jordans for all of his offensive linemen. You know, we talked about how every time he'd win a game, 
he would go get Jordan in that team color that he just beat. And so now he went out and bought Jordans for all his offensive linemen. Is he about to get an influx of money? Is that what's happening here? He's well, like mean, expecting a big old contract? Remember, he's got like the $250,000 bonus thing happening in some of these wins. Oh, and yeah. so I think that helps. And also, I think he sees the writing on the wall. It's like, hey, I could probably be the quarterback here a year and a half. So you know how you destroy shoes, Kevin? Yes. I mean, have you, Corey, you were with me in training camp. Yep. You guys ever, when when you sit down to interview an offensive lineman, do you see how much they destroy their shoes because oh, yeah. of how heavy they are and how wide their foot is? Yeah. They're ripping through those things all yeah. the time. I was like, I watch them and I'm going... How do shoes work for you? Because you it just looks like you guys are destroying these shoes. And it's early on in training camp, but it's like their foot isn't made for shoes or something. So I'm just wondering with those Jordans, like how much <laughs> they can wear them or they just like destroy them. They're definitely going to have creases in them. Like that's for sure. And that's something that you don't want, right? Is a crease in your Jordans. Uh, yes. But, but the uh, God. Mike, like the shoes. What do you what do you mean? You're wear supposed them. to wear them. You wear your Lucas, don't you? Yeah, I do. All the time. Yeah. You, are they on rotation? Yeah, right now I'm just wearing some New Balance. Did you get the red ones, the the bullfighter ones? Yeah, but I ha- I didn't wear those. Okay, all right. My goal is one day to get Luca to sign those before he goes to another team. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> He's, no, you don't can't make that face and shake your head yes too. I mean, he's never leaving us. Did you see that game last night? I'm just gonna believe. I, like, I I'm just gonna believe it. he's never leaving us. You know, not surprisingly, my opinion about Beth from Yellowstone is going to be divisive. You know, <laughs> you know what I think would fix this if people in Montana acted like there was any other woman on the planet. Like, I don't understand why they continually. Acts like her character is attractive when it looks like she's 58 years old and hasn't slept in 14 years. Like her character. I could just, I could probably get over part of that if everybody stopped pretending like she was super attractive. She's attractive. Yeah. She's attractive. Yeah. And if you marry her, she'll treat you like a piece of trash. Well, well not in real I mean, life. Isn't, isn't she married to one of those dudes on Parks and Rec? Not in real life. I'm saying the character. I'm not saying anything about her as a person. I'm saying the character was a treats people like a piece of trash. He was. Remember? That's how he, he grew up that way. He was on. He killed somebody. And his oh, no, I mean, he still kills people. So make no mistake about that. <laughs> now he's just powerful a lot piece of, of people. Trash. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> Her name's Kelly Riley in real life. Okay, I don't know anything. This is all about the fictional character. <laughs> I want to make it very Holmes clear. Movie. The fictional character it's just you would have thought people in Montana have never seen a lady before. She's 45 way, years old. The way she goes into places and they're like, oh, my God, look at this girl. And and the eight, three, two, six. Yeah. And the eight, three, two. That's the attractive part, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> She's married to Kylie Bauer. Bauer. B-A-U. I don't know who that B-A-U. is, Mike. Well, I thought he was famous, but you can't click on his name, so I don't tell him. He's not famous. Kyle isn't famous. All right. So I got five dark horse teams from Bleach Report that they said could make a Super Bowl run. Colts, Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos. Who else is horses? No, I who, believe in the Colts. No, Texans. <laughs> they don't have Texans, to be, they don't they have have to be a horse, horse mascots. Cowboys have a horse on their old logo. Right, There's this, four. This first one's going to blow your mind. The Jets. What? The Jets. Well, that's the horse of the sky. Yeah. Horsepower. <laughs> I don't think. How much horsepower does that plane have? 
Why are we still measuring it by horse? If you were going to ride a, a horse in the sky, that's what yeah, it would look like. That's still how we measure power. <laughs> is they said the Jets, the Giants, giant horse, the Chargers, Char- horses charge. Yeah, that's, they're mad. I guess that is true. <laughs> the Packers, the bulls really charge more, but man, that's pack kinda, of horses. Yeah, what they call them the horse pack. That. I don't know if that it's a one horse horse pack. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not right. It's fact. And the Bengals. Uh, the the horse of the jungle. jungle. Yeah, the horse of the jungle. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody has ever said the Bengal is the horse of the jungle. You the Bengal tiger. And he just did. Yeah. Multiple people. Three people. Uh, and Mike said it too. The horse of the jungle. Well, Joey, your thoughts? You guys have bested like me yeah. again. I'm behind it. <laughs> Do you, horses, are man. you asking if we think those teams can do something? Yes, not how do they relate to horses and horsepower. <laughs> I've totally forgot what the question was. I think, All right. I think with some of those teams, they got to giddy up. <sighs> Why did I not know that? We have Michael Gallup. The li- <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> the last thing luck, I was going to tell you is Kyler Murray's day-to-day with a hamstring injury. Colt McCoy is dealing with a knee injury. Cliff Kingsbury said he'll decide Monday in Mexico City, who, or later this week, who's going to start Monday in Mexico City against the 49ers. Kyler Murray's career has gone to doo-doo. Mm-hmm. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, is it a scarier prospect for this defense to have to stop Cook or Jefferson? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.